Hey, welcome to The Worthiness Project. I'm your host, Valley Ann, and I'm so excited to share with you the amazing experience and knowledge that I have had over the last seven to eight years and privilege of getting to know women of all backgrounds, all walks of life, and mentoring them and encouraging them and empowering them about their self-worth. And I have decided there is so much more out there to be able to share to everyone. So my hope is that you stumbling across this platform and this podcast is that this is the dose you needed to have a better moment and have a better day and to remember that self-worth is important and you are going to leave feeling more empowered than when you came. All right. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Worthiness Project podcast, my friends. We have an amazing guest speaker with us today. He is my dear friend, Benny Young. Okay, now I want you to dive right in to our conversation without wasting any time. But one of the things that I want you to truly know about my dear friend, Benny, is that it was no mistake that we connected on Instagram. It's no mistake that we feel like we have been friends and colleagues for more than a year. It feels like it's been a lifetime. And that is the kind of feeling that Benny gives you when you connect with him. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that after listening to this amazing conversation about everything self-worth from both amazing different perspectives, you are going to leave feeling more empowered than when you came. So without further ado, you guys, here is my dear friend, sunshine in a human form, coach, speaker, human who wants you to find the worth you truly deserve and he is on a mission it is his passion and here he is you guys dive right in and welcome to the worthiness project all right i'm here on the worthiness project with my dear friend benny free to be young aka free to be young my dear friend Benny from London, who has been an amazing friend of mine. I already introduced you. I already told the world about you, but I'm so grateful. What people don't know is that this is third time is a charm to get this recording done and connection done. So what's meant to be is always meant to be. So Benny, I am just so grateful you're here and I just want to dive right in Um, so everyone can get to know who you are, what you are all about, which I know can't be done in like five minutes, but you know what I mean? Um, because I'm just so excited for everyone to get to know the light that I've known for over a year now. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are and we're going to talk all things worth. I feel like I'm on a game show. Thank you for that lovely, uh, introduction. Um, I am Benny. I am from London. Uh, I feel like a parrot because these are both things that you said. Um, And yes, this is the third time that we've done this. But I think third time a charm, like you said. And I don't know how many podcasts or Zooms that I've done. And I still don't know where to put my eyes. And every time I look back, I'm like, do I look at myself? Do I look at you? Do I look at the camera? It doesn't really matter. The focus is that we are here today, but it was just one of those that I was looking at myself and I was like, oh, I don't want to look at that. And I look at you and I'm like, I'm going to look at you. 
but it's yeah it's really interesting to sit and talk with you and I feel like today is definitely the right day to be doing this and I think that the first time we've done it we had our reasons for doing it on that day and regardless of what happened we were supposed to have the call that day but here we are recording it for everybody else and I'm excited for everybody to get to know a little bit about me and my journey and how I got to where I am with my own worthiness and self-worth which is something that you don't sometimes you don't think that you're being like that you're looking after yourself in that way and it's not until you look back that you realize that you're giving your permission uh, permission to yourself to be worthy and it can come in all different shapes and sizes and you might not think that what you're doing is an act of worthiness but standing up for yourself putting boundaries in place, which I'll talk about later. All of these things are acts of self-worth and putting yourself in a place of feeling worthy. So even if it's just like you being there for yourself, that is worthiness. So I am, I would say, I come under the umbrella of being a motivational speaker, but I found it difficult to call myself that because I looked at the well-being community and I felt like I didn't fit in I don't go to yoga every day and wear lululemon and uh, any of those things and I do I do practice yoga now but I find it really difficult to meditate I swear a lot 95% of my wardrobe is black and I was just like I don't wear pastels and I don't go to these juice bars and I don't do these things I don't belong in that community wrong there is a place for everybody when it comes to worthiness and when it comes to well-being. And just because I do things differently doesn't mean that it's not a form of well-being and I don't belong in that community. But it was it was hard to shape myself into it was like trying to put a square peg into a round hole. And at the end of the day, I just made the peg square shaped for me to fit through it. And I'm like, that's that's me, that's what I do. But it's yeah it's been a journey because when I was looking for people to look up to or be inspired by there were people there but it was difficult because I was like am I a fake do I belong here and this this all comes down to as well worthiness and feeling worthy and whether you feel that you fit in and it doesn't matter if you don't fit in because you're not born to fit in you're born to stand out and I was like okay cool well, I'll do things my way and the right people will find me and they have, and it's been a journey. And the first time that we recorded this, it had been my year anniversary in being self-employed again. And now it's a few weeks after that, and things are really starting to take shape in a way that they hadn't before. And I'm getting recognized more for my work. And I think that comes down to finding the right community and inspiring the right people. So clearly I'm doing something right. And it feels even more right that you and I are sitting here having this conversation today because not everything I say is going to resonate and sing to everybody but there's going to be one person and if it is just one person that hears what I say that then acts upon that and has the courage to put themselves first and do things for themselves that they wouldn't have done before then all of what I do is worth it so apologies for that noise I thought I'd put my phone on do not disturb um where do I start? Where do I start? Before I start, is there anything else that you want to say? 
So I just wanted to say the whole reason I brought you here today was because I know you and I have different approaches, if you will, when it comes to self-worth. But one of the biggest things that I have also learned that I know we have in common is realizing there's no right way to claim your worth. And there's no, it's about providing these different tools in knowing that every single human being has the right to find their alignment and what works for them. And that means they need a variety of different approaches. So I'm so glad you brought up that, um, I don't want to use the word stigma, but I'm going to, um, the stigma of the well-being community, because I don't meditate every day. You know, my brain doesn't work that way. I'm about checking in with yourself and seeing what it is you need and literally whipping out a toolbox. And it could be a tool from, you know, I know you use a lot of humor and when my listeners or anyone that finds us goes to your Instagram page, those that love your humor behind the healing journey are truly going to appreciate that. It's not about, uh, limiting the, the process and how important it is. It's about when you're on the journey of self-worth humor is so important along the way. Cause it validates this sense of what you're doing is, you know, life is still meant to be joyful, no matter what we're healing. So, um, and I think there's a lot of relief to that. And that's also one of the gifts that you have of many. That's why you reach people so well is because you allow this stigma to not have to be there that anyone can be from any background at any point of their journey. And they still have that birthright to find what aligns in their life. So that is how I feel so grateful to know you and to have you as someone who motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing and vice versa, because like anyone on this journey, you and I are not better than anybody. I always say I'm a step ahead of most of my clients. And that makes me more relatable because it shows that in the healing journey, we just use what we preach, if you will. And we want others to feel that relief when they are finding these hard moments. So I am just so grateful, number one, for the hundredth time, because I believe a lot in gratitude and it is no accident that we somehow cross paths. Like it makes no sense how we are just all these amazing connections that, but anyway, it's all meant to be. Um, and that is the beauty of social media. So I am just going to allow you, not allow you, but invite you to share, you know, your journey about your worthiness, kind of also, you know, sometimes we're beginners in our self-worth journey. And the biggest question I do get asked a lot is, am I doing this right? And I know you are going to touch upon this, but I believe there is no right way to do your worthy journey. When we give tools, it's just meant for guidance. Like when you're starting something new, you kind of need something to work with. So I'm really curious to see, you know, if someone's starting their journey, also, what is some advice you would give them? Okay. So I am going to give you the floor <laughs> and I'm just so excited about it. I'm so excited. And I think that I just sat there, anyone that's watching this rather than just listening, they would have just seen me really excited sitting there like a nodding dog. And I think you hit the nail on the head and I'm like, she's already taken away the core of what I'm going to speak about. And you haven't at all because I could speak about it for hours, but we're going to be with you for probably about 20, 25 minutes. 
but I think it's really important to understand that there is no there isn't a right way or a wrong way of doing it when it comes to your worthiness there's no right way or wrong way there's your way and you might do things that don't feel right and you might do things that feel wrong but that doesn't mean they were right or wrong that just means that they weren't for you and I think that was my biggest thing when I started I'm openly I'm very open about having anxiety I'm very open about the fact that I've gone through my own journey now in discovering that I'm neurodivergent and I was 40 this year and to discover that I do have I've always known my brain operated differently it's always been a thing but to now being diagnosed with on the path of being diagnosed with ADHD it explains so much of who I am but it doesn't define who I am and it has got me into trouble because what you say about my humor that doesn't land with everybody I've had DMs people saying you um you take the mick out of having anxiety you uh you use it in a derogatory way and I'm like I don't at all I do it in a way that I I can cope with it because if I sit there and acted upon all of my anxious thoughts and done everything in that way then I would never get dressed or leave the house and I think that's a really sad way to lead your life. And this is just my opinion. And I get some people have debilitating anxiety where they can't do that. So I'm very grateful that I have the means inside me and the tools inside me. And we'll come onto the toolbox in a second. But it's having, that's my coping mechanism is to make light of it. Because if I live in the dark all the time, I wear dark all the time I don't need to live in the dark all the time and it's really interesting because somebody said to me the other day that when I didn't realize that you were black 95% of the time because I always give that 5% of when I feel like I need a bit of color but I wear black 95% of the time and they said to me I never realized that because of the way that you present yourself online you're always so colorful in your expression that I never realized that everything you wore is black. And I made a joke out of it. And I said, it's probably because of my tan, because I tan year, all year round. But she said, no, she was like, it's literally because that's like a subside to you that you wear black to feel, and it's not to feel muted. I've got my reasons for doing it. One it is due to with anxiety that then I haven't got to worry about my clothes matching because everything will match. That is the basis of it. But She's like, your personality shines through in that way. And I'm like, that's because I use humor in that way. And it's about the right audience finding you. So anybody starting out, there isn't a right way or a wrong way. My advice is explore as many ways as possible because then you'll know what works for you. Then you can develop the tools because you're essentially, you're the toolbox. As a person, you're the toolbox. Or when you start, you're an empty toolbox and when you learn along the way you can add something that would represent a spanner you could add something that would represent a wrench I'm not very good with I, I'm pretty good with DIY but let, let, you will grab the tools along the way you'll grab the hammer you'll grab these things so when those things appear that this day that needs to tighten that day that needs to be loosened you've got all of those things inside you already and you can tap into them it's never going to be one thing that fixes you it's no today it's like I'm going to use music as an example. Music is something that I use all the time to shift things, to shift moods and different genres of music. So you're going to have a day when you want to just put something on, thrash it out and sing it out. And you're going to have a day when you want to put something on and cry and let it out. They're different tools. So my advice is to explore as many ways as possible because what works for some people isn't going to work for you. And I think that's what I found difficult at the start of my journey 
into finding who I was was that I was like well I don't and meditation is the example well I can't meditate so I'm I'm doing this wrong and therefore I'm I can't be worthy of anything I can't be worthy of calm I can't be worthy of quiet because I can't meditate that's horse crap like that isn't a thing I can't meditate because I'm neurodivergent and my brain operates at a speed of a Rolodex being flipped around some people's brains work differently they work slower they're able to sit there and calm when I try to meditate I start thinking about something that I'd done in high school that absolutely destroyed my life and I'm like why why do I go to that place why can't I just sit there and be calm I'll sit there in a yoga class and I'm looking around the room it's my brain doesn't operate in that way so if your brain doesn't operate in that way it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong it just means that you need to find a different way of doing things and I think this is where I've really worked on my journey because it starts with that feeling good enough. Um, but feeling good enough for who? The only person you've got to worry being free, feeling good about, feeling good enough for is yourself, not anybody else. Oh, I'm not good enough to hang out with that person. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not good enough to do that. Strip all that back. The only person you need to be good enough for is yourself. And the minute you start to get to grips with that, that's when the magic will happen. That's when you'll start to grow. And you can only get into that place if you go back to basics and really start to work on yourself and find out what makes you tick. It's like when I hear people break up with somebody, oh my God, he made me so happy. And I'm like, how? I'm like, you don't even know how to make yourself happy. How did he make you happy? Because unless you know how to make yourself happy, you're you putting your happiness into an entire other person. All that's going to do is bring you unhappiness because the minute they take that away, which they will, I'm not saying forever, but at some point when they're not available for you, you're going to be unhappy because they haven't followed through on something. You have to work out what makes you happy because the minute you do that, no matter if someone comes into your life or leaves your life, you'll still have yourself. You'll still have the tools to go back to. Don't let somebody else be the tool. Don't put somebody else in the toolbox. Your toolbox is your toolbox. Don't get it mixed up with somebody else's. That isn't how this works. It's about you sitting with yourself. I hate terms like my other half. You're one person, you're whole. You're not walking around with one arm and one leg looking for another person to slot into that. You've got it all going on. So stop thinking that you need something or somebody else in order to complete you because the minute you start to do that that's the minute you set yourself up for failure and it's going to be harder and harder to go back and do the work on yourself so i would then say i'm just going to grab a drink sorry because i've got something in my throat right. if there's anything you want to say in a second please do i was i was actually just gonna piggyback <laughs> I'm not laughing at you because people who are watching this are going to be like, God, you're an evil human for laughing at Benny for coughing right now, but I'm not. And it's all about humor. And it's all about also understanding it's the external validation piece. And I am a huge advocate of this is, and I know you are too, you know, we have a lot of clients and DMs that come to us and it may not be a relationship, it may be a job, it may be a role they played in for so long where a lot of us identify who we are based on what we do or who is around us. And um, 
a little bit of my worthiness journey was something that I did. It was the network marketing that I did for almost a decade. And when I stopped doing that, I was like, who am I? And it was literally, I, it was a very, it was a grief journey. And I had a lot of grief that happened in that year, not just of that, but a lot. But I forget, so I forget that we've both done network marketing. I forget that because, and when you do, if you come from that background and if you are somebody listening to this, that still works in network marketing, I have full respect for anybody that still does it, but do not get lost in being that version of yourself that somebody else is still expecting you to be because that's still what that is because you said that that was one of the hardest shifts was my identity with that because I thought I had it all going on then I took myself out of it and I was like no I haven't (laughs) no I have not it's a lot of unlearning and it's a lot of unlearning this external validation piece where you're worthy when you get and it's the same thing with like even just Instagram. And I'm just going to say it here too. You know, you're, we're worthy of this many likes. We're worthy of this many comments, this many followers. And I think a podcast like this is so important because so much of the world right now is just muscle memory on social media. So my, I'm guilty, okay, of this, the sub, the unconscious scroll, if you will, which is why I talk about the shift of like when I realize I'm doing something not worthy and serving for myself, I make the conscious decision to then take a tool, which might be, I might listen to Britney Spears. Literally, that was yesterday. That was my music yesterday. And then some days I'm listening to, you know, some amazing meditation sound music that just subconsciously for me rises my vibration, but it's all about what is it that Val needs right now to make myself happy? It's not my nine to five job. It's not what I'm doing on a Friday night. It's not the text messages I get or don't get. It's what am I doing every day for myself? And the last piece I want to say, now that you've had your drink of water, is that a lot of what you talk about too, Benny, is the courage to keep navigating what works for you, because it does take a lot of courage. You know, I learned so many things 10 years ago that I did, And now they don't work for me. And that's another piece I just want to slightly bring up is that when you are on this journey, you're going to outgrow different methods and that's okay. (laughs) And that's another piece of it because we outgrow and we're, we actually physically change every seven years. And that's just a whole nother podcast topic for a whole nother day. But I want to say that for anyone listening, that you have to start somewhere You have to actually get triggered to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if some, if your humor, for example, triggered me, I should ask myself why and dive into that as opposed to um, getting offended by it because there's healing within that trigger. And that me saying that is going to trigger someone and that's fine, but we learn a lot from what pisses us off. And, um, that is my little two cents of contributing to this. So I know you're going to now dive in a little bit more about the tools and your journey, but I feel a lot of this is when you're on the journey, you're going to get irritated. And Benny and I both agree that you need to dive into those triggers and dive into those irritations because that is where the rainbow 
ends up being after you literally sit in downpouring rain for a little while. Do you know what? I'm going to keep it so real because whilst you and anyone that's watching that, what is he doing? I have a pen in my hand and this is where my brain operates because you were saying things. I was like, I can't forget to say that. And this is where I'm better when I record a podcast when it's like I'm doing this because I love you. But when I normally record a podcast, I don't normally do it on video because I can sit there making notes and then I can come back like I've just thought about something off the top of my head. I'm keeping it real. I've made notes that's going on because you were saying things. And I've got a few notes here that I kept because I've got a quote that I wanted to use. And I'm probably just going to talk for a bit now because I want to fit in in the time for everybody. But you talk about that worthiness, I'll feel happy when. My friend calls that the waiting room, the waiting room of, of basically of doom because you're putting yourself in this space of I'll... I'll feel happy. I'll feel happy when I've lost that weight. I, I'll be worthy to do this when I've done that. All you're doing is dangling the carrot further in front of yourself and your worthiness and your happiness. And the only person that's going to be unhappy from that is you. And being triggered, like you said about being triggered by somebody, it just means, and people say to us, oh, you're so much further along in your journey. We are sometimes because we start, we had to start earlier because we got triggered earlier. It's not that we're better than you. We might be further along than you, but nobody is better than anybody else. And it's because I had to start the work earlier because I had something that triggered me earlier. You might have only just been triggered by something now and want to explore it. They're different. They're different things. You're a different point in your journey. I might be more advanced and be able to offer you more because I've been through something bigger or I've been through something in a different area that's had a different effect on me. And it's it comes back down to being triggered is that I have people that trigger me and I block them because that's how I deal with it. Some people can just sit there and their triggers can appear all over their Instagram, left, right and center. That's not how I operate. And I've had people, when people say things to me, sometimes it triggers me. I had somebody say to me a long time ago, you think so highly of yourself. Now I can sit there and say, yeah, I do. At the time, I saw that as a bad thing. I don't think thinking highly of yourself is a bad thing at all. I think people put it onto you that it is. But I think thinking highly of yourself, not being um, like overly i'm trying to think of the word i'll can't i'll get the word back but not being like chauvinistic or anything like that about yourself or um narcissistic in that way that was the word i was looking for but i think thinking highly of yourself and respecting the things that are right about you but also acknowledging the parts of you that aren't so great i act a lot of the humor i surround myself with is because of the things that i don't like about myself and that's how i use it and that's fine but the minute you think highly of yourself in that regard it's accepting all the parts about you but it's knowing your worth and it's knowing that the bad parts of you don't mean that you're unworthy of other things and I think it's finding that balance and being unapologetic with it because you shouldn't apologize for thinking highly of yourself you shouldn't apologize for knowing what you're worth and one of the quotes that I wrote down is your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. And the minute you can grasp that, 
people are always going to have opinions of you. People are always going to have something to say about you. And that's fine. Everyone has an opinion. But that doesn't mean that opinion tears down your worth or your self-worth just because somebody says something to you. I've had it. I've been through it. I've let somebody tear me down to make themselves feel better. And knowing your worth will never take away somebody else's. So you never need to be apologetic in your worth and saying, I can't feel this worthy around this person because it might make them feel inadequate because the right people will know that your worth doesn't affect their worth. And if they think that that does, well, you can't feel that worthy around me because that takes away from me. That means that they're not doing the work. And my worth will never compromise yours. And the minute you understand that, beautiful things can be created because that's when you stop being apologetic. And I can guarantee you now, if someone is keeping you around and they are giving you breadcrumbs and you accept that, if you just accept breadcrumbs from somebody, all that showing to them is where you are with your self-worth. Because if you're just accepting those breadcrumbs, that's all they're going to give you. And that's all they think that you think you're worth. Because if you're just accepting that rather than putting boundaries in place and saying what you're giving me isn't enough, I can give myself more without you, that will make them think about the way that they treat you and it will make them look at your worth. But what it will also do is make you look at your self-worth. Because if you just keep accepting breadcrumbs, that's all you think you're worthy of. And then you can't be pissed, sorry for swearing, but you can't be pissed when somebody isn't giving you anything back because you've been accepting that. If someone's giving you the bare minimum and they think you're okay with that, that's all they're ever going to give you. And that's not on them. That's on you because that's what you set the precedence for. You can't be like, oh, well, all they've given me is this. You've accepted that and you've not said anything about it. And you're like, but I deserve more. You can say that you deserve more, but do you act like you deserve more? Are you showing them that you're worth more? Because the minute that you do, you're either going to outgrow that person like we were discussing or, and this is where boundaries are going to be difficult because people will be like, well, you were always okay accepting that before. Doesn't mean I am now. I've outgrown a lot of people. I don't have a lot of the same friendships that I used to have. And some people will come into your life for a season, a reason or a lifetime. And the lifetime friendships are difficult to keep because you journey and you grow in different ways. I have a friend that I've been friends with for years. Do we agree on everything? No. Does she appreciate that I have my journey? Yes. Do I appreciate that she has hers? Yes. We're not as connected as we used to be, but we still appreciate each other. So some people are going to then say, oh, they think so highly of themselves. They think that they're, they're this and that they're worth that. That's because they're not on that part of your journey. And that's because they're not in a, in a place where they're able to look at their worth. So what they'll do is they'll try and tear yours down. That's not something I'm okay with. You'll find your right community. Sometimes you think that you're standing alone, but you never, ever will be. You just haven't found the right people yet. And I think it's really important to not believe the lies told by others, because I would rather... I would rather go hungry than be fed lies by other people just to make me feel better. And I know that I'll never go hungry because I'll always feed myself. And being able, there's that other expression of, I'm not scared to sit at the table. Oh, wait, I need to, it's on my Instagram somewhere. I'm not able to sit at the table. Oh, I, I'd need to find it. But it's basically about sitting at the table 
and not being afraid to eat alone. And I wholeheartedly get behind that because I've got no issue with sitting alone because I know what I bring to the table. Oh, there's something, yeah, along the lines of, trust me, um, I, I've got no problem sitting. I've got no problem sitting at the table because I know what I bring to the table type thing. I've got no problem sitting alone. It's along those lines. And I can't actually remember it now. And that's really frustrated me. But it's along that line of, you know what value you bring. You know what worth, you know what you're worthy of. And I think that once you get to that point, that's when you're unstoppable. And to piggyback off that, because I know when we talk, we're like, ooh, ooh, we want to say this. The other piece of feeding yourself at the table every single day is also because I talk about when we, and I know you do this, you are an active member of doing this. When we change our own world, I truly believe that's how you have the ripple effect. So for example, when we feel worthy enough, right? And it's not any selfish, I think I'm better than you way. It's because when I feel that I have fed myself to piggyback off what you were saying, then I just, all I do is want to raise the people I love up. And when we raise our world around us up and have that patience, that compassion and encouragement for them and be that model for them to give them the courage to start their own worthy journey that has a ripple effect because when we're around people who we allow to lower our energy it's only because they haven't unfortunately wanted to dive in right so I always ask myself what kind of ripple effect do I want to have today because everything is energy and we can, there's a lot of things we can't change about our world, but there's a lot that we can change when we change our own world to our little world, which then affects the bigger world. So when we are choosing to create these boundaries and when we're choosing to stay in our power, that is actually down the road, giving per everyone else permission to do the same. And it's actually choosing because we want to have that power with everybody else and that give everyone that permission that imagine, imagine how much more joyful people would be in the grocery store. If someone just felt not resentful or felt like, okay, yeah, I feel good enough today. So I'm going to nicely hold the door for someone. I'm going to then nicely have patience for the person checking me out. Then that person's going to go home and not hate their job. And then they're going to go home and feel appreciated. This is what I mean about the ripple effect too. When we don't feel good enough, we have these vibes where we take it out on everyone else when we need to just look in the mirror. And that has that effect as well. So I feel that it's, it's true. When we are creating these boundaries, it's actually for a bigger purpose. And sometimes it's about outgrowing and then those, they may meet us later or they may not, but it's about having that permission too. And that mindset to say, this is the difference I can make today. So you can either join or not, <laughs> but regardless, I have no negative feelings towards anyone that is not in my world anymore. But I believe that that's how we also give everyone that permission. So when someone's thinking like, hmm, yes, have the higher thought because it's going to have that positive ripple effect as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think that towards probably my final thought, because I'm aware of time, because I don't want to keep people because I want people to be able to take all of this in because we have spoken about a lot. 
but as much if you're gonna think about the ripple effect don't think about doing it for other people that sounds awful but think about doing it for yourself because that riff then it will naturally do it think oh, i've got to do this today to ripple out to other people don't because some days you will just want to some days you're going to be like i just need to conserve what i've got for me today and that's good and that in itself will not put your bad mood or your bad day onto somebody else sometimes you're just like i'm just going to keep myself away from this i know when i'm in that place and what i do is i take i withdraw because i don't want to put that stank on anybody i'm like no that isn't for me to do but just by naturally standing in your power just by naturally living in your worth that is what will have the ripple effect and i think that is what you that's 100 what you were saying is that you're not doing it to be like, i'm going to do this today so this ripples out and i and i radiate everybody with love which you can do, of course you can do, but just by being yourself and standing in your power and feeling worthy, that is what will have a natural ripple effect on everybody else because it isn't your job to fix other people and it isn't your job to give to everybody else because unless you're filling up your own cup of love first, you can't give to other people. And I know so many people that think, I'm going to do this for this person, that person, and that person. You're one person. You can only do so much, but you can lead by example by showing others that it's actually quite easy to look after yourself and be happy when you haven't got to worry about every single other person because the minute you take on the weight of everybody else that's when stress occurs that's when everything and I get people have got dependence and this isn't me bagging anybody with children or people that they're looking after in a care position but what I am saying is that you deserve to give to yourself what you're giving to other people and unless you do that you're not going to be happy and and that, that's really really basic for me to say but you have to give yourself something you can't just constantly be giving out you can't you've got to give yourself something first because you're so worth it you're so worth the energy you give to other people you're so worth the happiness you give to other people you've got to give it to yourself first because the minute you start giving it to yourself, I guarantee you other people will want to give it to you in a different way than you've ever experienced. And that's my final thought. Yeah. And it's essentially, it's, it's, that is exactly what it is. When we take care of ourselves, everything else around us will be taken care of. We don't have to then do anything. And I also know when everyone goes to visit free to be young on Instagram. Okay. They will also just find freedom and val validation, if you will, for standing up for their courage because for their worth. And that's the final thought I'm going to leave here today with everyone is that by listening to us today, I hope the main message is it takes courage to finally realize you want to say yes to your worth. And when you make that choice, there's options out there and there's no one cookie cutter approach to diving into your worth. There might be a method that works for you for one season. And then the next season, it's going to be another method that works for you. The goal is, and these are things Benny and I do all the time. I'm always exploring different methods because we're outgrowing different things and we have different feelings and different things. And if we actually don't change that's a problem because just like literally plants we are meant to evolve and change 
we are meant to feel differently. So if you feel the same as you did 20 years ago, there is a there is something there that needs to be shifted. So with that being said, Benny, you can totally um there's anything else that you want to share? One you final shared a weekly final thought is yeah, find me at Free to Be Young. I think that's the first time I've mentioned my Instagram, but that is like my handle. That is where to find me. And it is about freedom and it is about that expression to be yourself. I will be your biggest cheerleader in helping you find any part of yourself that you want to find, whether it's through my humor, whether it's through, I can be serious, I can do serious and I'm good at that. But that isn't my offering. My offering is for, for people to feel lighter and to show people that just have a bit of fun in every day. Because unless you find a reason to smile, unless you find a reason to get up, you're not going to enjoy your life. And we're here for a short time and I'm here to have the best time possible. And by you doing the work that you do and showing people their worthiness and to be a little bit part of that, I just I, I just thank you so much. So thank you for inviting me on. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, Benny. We'll talk soon. Bye for now.